This message is from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Did you know veterans enrolled in VA health care can use over 4,000 urgent care locations across the country to treat non-life-threatening conditions? It's easy and free. Just show your veteran health ID card. Get the best care for veterans. Sign up at VA.gov or visit your nearest VA medical center. Where the hell have you been, soldier? Training, sir! Training, sir! What kind of training, son? Army training, sir! Find us on the web at mbradio.us. I want to make it clear that the views expressed by our hosts are not considered the official stance of MBR views. Remember, this is all about having fun and enjoying the ride. Drop your cops and grab your socks. Get your bunk space, get your uniforms on. Police call will commence in two minutes. You haven't seen nothing yet! We're trying to make dreams come true. Well, they supported us now. It's our turn to support them. The Rebel Experience. Get experience.
audio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're having a little technological difficulties, and we're still in the Christmas spirit. So we thought we'd yeah. in case you missed that last <laughs> month, we thought we'd run it again. Run it back for y'all. Sorry for yeah. cutting it short. There we go. There we go. Did you guys see that? That was an update. So, like, when we came back from break, you know how we see the scenes and stuff? Yeah. That MBR logo thing, it came in as, like, a scene. I I didn't do that. Oh. That's kind of crazy. That's That's kind of weird. So, there's... Dude, that's what I'm talking about with, like, these updates. Like, they'll have these updates, and then we'll find out about, like, the first of the updates. On on our show on, on Monday, yeah, yeah, they don't, they don't or, or, on Friday. So, but sorry about that, everybody. I have no idea why we wasn't having sound earlier. We're definitely having sound now. Okay, that's right. good. So, yeah, yeah, that was weird. I'm back at it with the sound. All right, so do we have our? Uh, is Nico on? Is that him over there? And the- um, no, Nico is not on yet. Not yet. Not yet. I will send him a message. While I'm sending him a message, why don't you guys tell everybody about shouting out on who uh, who's sponsoring us today, like the radio stations and uh, Star Radio, Basics Radio, DV Radio, Operation Good Boy, of course. And of course, we always got to you know shout out for uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Oh yeah, I'm always hooking Jersey Mike's. Hook us up. You guys, did you guys enjoy those Sammys the other day? We uh, oh. didn't stay for the show. We were watching the national championship. You mean he didn't yeah. give you? A, he didn't give you one on the like on the. It wasn't even here oh. when I got here. Oh. yeah. Yeah, we had that. We had to go watch the national championship for our show I, on I, Wednesday. Because I, I, yeah, I, I know news. them. If I told them that I was bringing in Jersey Mike's, they would be like kids and literally wait here till <laughs> I brought Jersey Mike's, grab the sandwich, eat and go. Because I know I know kids. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's well, I mean, that's, I, that's <laughs> I, the whole I reason be, why I came in and you never showed up. So I, I'd be crazy to turn down a free sandwich, right? Sure. Just, Good point. Good especially point. from Jersey Mike's. Come on. Oh man. yeah. Oh. I recently inherited uh, my dad's commercial slicer, which I'm shocked because you know we all loved that thing. So I went out and bought some cold cut, you know, whole piece, you know, ham and turkey and salami and uh oh dude the best best man you get these big hoagie buns and toast them and oh yeah put all the cheese you know slice the Ooh. cheese everything just freshly sliced just oh, like making me hungry oh dude it was incredible you know I, I i'm definitely not getting into that thing i was surprised my brother called me up and said hey do you want this like heck yeah i want that slicer nice yeah i mean i'm the type yes, of guy talk- i could also just Okay. Yeah. Like with that, like I, I'm also I could just sit there and eat like sandwich meat for a snack too. I'm all, I'm about that. I don't know if you guys ever do that. You just see like a pack of turkey. Well, that's all the time. In the I fridge. Do that all the time. Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, I'll grab this while it's commercial. Go back watch the game. Well, that's kind of like my wife with these this new you know health thing. That it's not new for me because I've I've been doing it for a long time. But she's on board. But she gets these little Tupperware containers of compartments and she puts like sliced lunch meat and some cheese and some crackers and then in the other one grapes and some fresh fruit and then some nuts some mixed nuts and delicious dude delicious you don't feel you feel satiated but you don't feel bloated or you know like oh you know like you're over eight or anything it's perfect perfect excellent so we just gotta stall a little bit longer uh i think he's with another soldier um Hey, no problem, so, no yeah. problem. Oh, gotcha. So he's doing some uh, important we, we work. We can handle it. Yeah, he's doing, he's doing God's work. Let's face it. He's a and, great guy. You know, I've never met Nico, but I feel like I've known him my whole life. You know, because every time I call you, it's like V, what's up? I'm a Nico Paisan. You know, we're, <laughs> we're both Italian, so we kind of go off on that tangent. Oh, okay. Yeah. He, I hope there's a buddy bull event here in Colorado sometime soon. I would be yeah. down to go. Play I've been trying to get Nico to come to some event where some I'm going to be for a couple of years now. But you know he's such a busy guy, and you know he's he's in San Diego, so um, he primarily does West Coast stuff. And and I even tried to get him to come to Range Road Race. And you know, fortunately, you know we're up north, so still quite a distance for him to 
travel, but uh, I'm still working on that. Hopefully he'll uh, attend and be able to participate in something. Oh, I'm sure. I'm fun. sure. You know, there's a there's so many things going on around the nation with like Buddy Bull Challenge Athletes Foundation. Uh, I'm sure he'll he'll we'll get something done here in Colorado momentarily. Maybe this spring. Um, the only bad thing about Buddy Bull is that it's really really good for a small town where like there's like a population of like 500 or 1,000 people. That's where Buddy Bull's that. It, it really compels, but when you're dealing with Denver and how many markets it is, I mean, you, you've been you've been doing this for what three months, and I'm sure every time you go and talk to somebody, you tell them, "Oh yeah, I'm an intern for NBR." Who? Well, I mean, even when I said I was with Max Media, they were like, "Who?" Oh, it's like that's a, like FM radio station. People don't even know it. Yeah. So, yeah. but Denver's. I think number eighteen or number nineteen market. So yeah, they're they're one of the bigger ones. I know yeah, they're top twenty. Yeah, it's just it's hard. It really is. Uh, yeah. Even people that told me that they want to be on radio, I'd be like, "Yeah, I met like Tony V and Kathy J from Flow One Hundred Seven One. They're like, who? Yeah, <laughs> they lived here know. their whole life too. And you want to be in like radio? Okay. And you don't know any of the current uh, <laughs> players in the game, really? That is uh, one way to go about it. Yeah. So, guys, we talked earlier about your 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 uh, picks for the playoffs. Who is your pick for the Super Bowl? Who do you think is going to be? I think. Well, I don't want to speak too soon. I think the Super Bowl might be Ravens Cowboys, and I think the Ravens are going to win it. I I concur. I don't know if I'd, I'd pick the Cowboys for NFC, but I definitely think the Ravens are going to win it too. Because well, I mean, just the way that they've been, just so commanding. I mean, just beating and beating. Uh, uh, good teams. I mean, these aren't scrub teams. These are top teams, and they're just annihilating them. I mean, just amazing how, 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 uh, how successful they're being. I mean, it's just crazy. I, I, you know, and and you know, yeah, we all know about Lamar Jackson. He's an incredible quarterback and everything, but he's got a good arsenal, man. Yeah, their defensive line so is good. Much. Well, yeah. that team blossomed. They did. I'm kind of a I'm a believer right now in the colors. Flowers, isn't he a rookie? Oh, Zay Flowers, yeah. Zay Flowers, yeah. Oh my God, dude, are He's you so kidding fast me? Too. Yeah. For my Super Bowl picks, I'm a believer in the colors theory, where it's going to be the two teams whose primary color uh, matches the colors picked on the the Roman numerals for the. Oh, Super Bowl. you're right. That is... past past two years. You go back to that Bengals Rams Super Bowl. The little logo where you have the Roman numerals. The numbers are a mix of blue and orange. And then the next year, when it's Eagles Chiefs, the numbering or the Roman numerals, the colors used on those were red and green. And this year, they're purple and red. So we're looking. Well, you know, while he brings up the website, what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of be an ambassador for Buddy Bull since Nico's. It doesn't look like he's going to be able to make it either that or he'll just arrive a little bit late. Um, but, you know, Buddy Bull, just to let you know, it's a flag football for charity. And with that flag football for charity, that money that they raise, it goes to Operation Rebound, which is a military um, mi military part of Challenge Athletes Foundation. Uh, me, V is a part of it. Um, and the nice thing about... Operation Rebound is compared to Challenge Athletes Foundation. Every year you have to like submit and you know you get voted on or whatever with the military. Hey, if you need this, um, they're gonna buy it. You don't have to keep on requesting it if, if, if that, yeah, your application is yeah. good for a lifetime, right? And you know, uh, Nico, I don't know how long he's been with CAF and uh, Challenge Athlete, but. He's just an incredible guy. I, I remember one year I filled it out my application and I was trying to get a new mountain bike because mine was really old and tired and, and uh, you know, it didn't happen that year. And then I tried other organizations the next year. And then out of the blue, like three years later, he calls me and he's like, Hey dude, you still trying to get that mountain bike? And I'm like, yeah, I am. And he's like, I got you. And next thing I know, man, I'm riding a nice. You guys see it? You seen that orange Santa Cruz? Yeah. 
Oh yeah. That melon colored. And, uh, I mean, if it wasn't for him, you know, and I'd been saving money all along, so, you know, he can only give me an X amount of dollars, but, um, if it wasn't for him, I, I wouldn't have got that bike. And this is, this is like mid COVID too. So it was a miracle in and of itself that I found a bike at all. You know, so, but yeah, really good organization. I've heard, I've heard story after story about, uh, people he's helped the veterans that he's helped the 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 you know help them uh make dreams come true help them facilitate uh you know purchase of of equipment and gear and you know just just being a stand-up guy i mean i can't say enough about nico and all that he does and very available i i mean i'll call him out of the blue and nine times out of ten he answers you know i mean what our organization do you have that kind of um, no, and accessibility. all the other organizations they have like one eight hundred number. You yeah, know, please press one. You know, uh, please press two. Yeah. Yes, and it's like no customer experience. It's kind of like what we were talking about. Yeah. In our, Due to a high vo- uh, number of a volume of calls, they're longer than normal waiting times. You know, and I'm like really, dude. Okay, and then you wait and wait and wait, and then next thing, um, if you'd like to leave a message, I'm like. Ugh. At that point, you don't want to leave a message. Yeah. You don't. Want, you like, don't want to hear oh, what I gotta say. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I got nothing good to say. <clears throat> well, and, and, uh, I've been doing Buddy Bowl since 2000. I, I believe 2011, 2012. I've been doing Buddy Bowl for a very long time. I can tell you that the day after you get done playing Buddy Bowl, do not plan anything. Like plan maybe a spa day. Because the worst thing that I could have done, which I did, was I scheduled a buddy bowl before my wedding. Um, before my wedding, because you know my wife, my my mother was really big into helping, you know, nonprofits and stuff. And I wanted, I wanted my nonprofit family to be with me during my wedding. So Nico was at my wedding and. Yeah, I've I've done buddy bowl, uh, but see what I mean. I did buddy bowl, and usually it's like forty dollars for a, a shirt and a hat, and it usually comes with Jersey Mike's. And you guys get to eat well. Some of you get to eat Jersey Mike's. Yeah, some <laughs> <know>. <laughs> <laughs> he is so mad at me on that. Man. I was like, dude, how come we don't get? Dude, we're a morning show. Man, I could eat a sub all day in the morning, dude. It's a Friday, my cheat day, so. I am all over that. I'm just saying. But, you know, uh, Nico tells a story how uh, the Buddy Bowl, the um, the whole process said started long, long, long ago, and he made it a nonprofit. Um, but basically it was having a bunch of guys playing football, flag football on the beach. And putting the collection out, and people just drop, you know, whatever money that they want, you know, donation. Hey, thanks for loving play. Here's here's five. Here's ten bucks. You know, <clears throat> so that's that's one thing that I got from Buddy Bowl, um, and you know, it really sparked up me, and it really sparked up other wounded veteran injured as as well. And that's morphed into what an actual. A game that's televised, or no? It's just it's it's just a friendly game, but okay. it's like this, and, yeah. and you know we're broadcasting. But the chances of Steve Harvey listening to this is pr- pretty much probably not going to happen, you know, mm-hmm, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, so yeah, that, that's how that is. I'm so you said that you get the you're guaranteed at least three games because it's three game elimination. So is it right. like a, so when they do these these events, are they is it kind of like a tournament style where you know everybody people that want to compete, they 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 pay, they get in, and then you get to put together a team and then like kind of everybody competes for maybe a prize or something. Yeah. Three game elimination yeah. style and like all the money raised. Throughout this goes towards the nonprofit work, like right. helping out veterans, 
yeah, and all that. So it's like that. Okay. Yeah, and, and and it's not just military; it's military and first responders. Because okay, a couple of years ago we had a buddy bowl football, and it was just football. And I looked at Nico, and I'm like, you know, I, I bet people would ask as many questions and be more uh, willing to donate if they saw like little silhouettes. Of you, a firefighter, police officer, military. We was trying to get something that would look very even, you know, simultaneously the same, but you could tell. But it just didn't work out, so we just did the next best thing, put three of them in there together, and then um, now even Buddy Bull has been doing that ever since, uh, raising money for first responders okay. and military. We just put a silhouette there to encourage people and let them know about the fundraiser rather than um, ra- rather than them guessing and thinking Buddy Bowl was a dog Super Bowl that they have every year. <laughs> That's Puppy Bowl. Yeah. 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 Or wasn't there a Bud Bowl at one point? Or is that Puppy Bowl? I think it was Bud Bowl. It's something like, yeah, yeah, there was so, a Bud Bowl. Yeah, yeah. But this is Buddy. Buddy, yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Not that that dang golden retriever. <laughs> um, so yeah, Airbud, the, the games are there. Airbud, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are great movies. Come on now, that's good family wholesome fun. Well, they, they did a football one. What was that one called? Oh man, Grid- I do remember that though. Gridiron Bud, <laughs> <laughs> something like something that. like that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, you laugh, but I bet those are the best movies that, like, they check out you know, through Netflix. Any any movie that has any like dog or animal, I mean, those are good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So for for Buddy Bowl, uh, the games are they like seven on seven? Flag football. Yeah, seven okay. on seven. Okay. Seven on seven, and it's half of a football half field, field so fifty yards. Yeah. yeah. We got audio back. It was confirmed from the comment. Yeah, we got audio back. Sweet. You guys are doing great, man. You know, it's, uh, hey, look, it's not your fault Biden's on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly how I feel. I really do. Yeah, that's, like, that's exactly how we feel. One of those long too. mornings. I, I do Cedric, too, just man. Watch out. I, I see him creeping up. He's like trying to sniff the hair. So just... <laughs> good. This was my week. I can only wash Dude, it. Dude, I would smell that for five dollars. I, I already know what you guys Sniff do. You guys mix that in like egg yolk and, no. and all the other stuff. To do I just that, have right? a, I just have like dreadlock shampoo. I don't really. Other than that, I can only wash it once a week. So sometimes it does get pretty stinky, but I try to wash it once a week. Pretty good. Yeah. A good lather. That's yeah. why it's so frizzy because like, sometimes I wash it more than once a week. Like water kind of makes them come out. And that's your actual hair, huh? Yeah, they're just like braided up. It's a little crochet braid. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. It's awesome, man. Combing them out. Yeah. I was thinking about this the other day because we had Show the, off. that we we, had, <laughs> we 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 have this little logo, you know, with the hair and the hat, you know. And I was thinking that if we could make like a, a picture silhouette of your hat and logo in front, you could sell that for a shirt. That that would be easy to embroider. Right yeah, that'd be pretty cool. And it can't be like a straight. It ha- it would have to be like a like a a triangle kind. That's what I'm talking about. That would be. <laughs> be I'm just thinking of things like this in the head. Always got the always got the gears turning. I'm about ready to tell opportunities for the show. <laughs> no way, this is helpful. No, I, I got more buddy bowl questions, so we can't. Yeah, really yeah, because <laughs> I'm I'm kind of confused on it too. How it works? Okay. Kinda, That's what I was trying to figure kinda, out, too. Kind of step us through it. Okay, okay, so what is it the same date every year? Uh, so usually it's it, it's the only same date of the year if it's uh, that state, like New Jersey, when they do the Buddy Bowl. You know, oh, sometimes they gotcha. have like a an annual thing, kind of like Buddy Bowl has an annual turkey drive to where you play football during Thanksgiving. And then when you get back from you know that you know that's the only one that they do in in uh, in San Diego, okay. So then they have one 
in Jersey, or they might have one in Texas. Each of those may be the same date, but they change dates. But it's based on like if they're doing it annually, because what oh. works one month might not work something else. So they they sense. do it the same thing, you know, the next year. Okay, so they have annual events. Do they ever just have spun? Like spontaneous ones, or it's like no, they really don't. But yeah. you know, it could totally be spontaneous, like this, for example. Um, if you have one guy that can go to, you know, different different organizations and present them the thing, you only have to have eight teams to start it. Okay, out of those eight teams, everybody's plan to win. The, the number one spot, right? Okay. The football field, you usually get donated either by like a park or a high school. Because once you get the field donated, once you get the venue, that's when Nico will come out and, you know, make sure everything's aligned. And, you know, if there's any money that's made, you know, it'll go into his hands. And, you know, just everything's... Uh, Peter Patter. So once you get, once you set a date with the venue, then, because the, you was asking about if it was spontaneous or not. So it's not really spontaneous, but once you schedule a venue and you get all the email blasts out, you you started a buddy bowl. So one person could start it. Interesting. Okay. So if we get eight teams, we could be the Colorado Connect for Buddy Bowl we games. We should put that on the list. Because I know some really good parks. That's that how many teams they, they do for everyone is eight. Yeah, and you know what really ticked me off is I don't know. I don't remember the. I don't remember the park's name, so I won't. I won't get in trouble there. But there's a certain park that we have this flag football tournament going. Okay, and it was really a great tournament and i was trying to get them to to do the whole buddy bowl thing okay they did not want to rent us at all they kept going like higher numbers and i'm like hey we got this person they're like nope nope can't do it they can't do it and literally like we we played buddy bowl that day but that field that they said they couldn't do it there was nobody there so it's one of those things you know do I say something or do I just keep my mouth shut because, like, nobody was there? I, I know with a high school reunion or, or even a family reunion, you can get away with uh, doing stuff in that plot of land. But parks, they don't really like doing that. So your best bet is to get, like, high school, uh, private schools to donate their field. But other than that, once you get the venue, it's, it's pretty much golden. Okay. So what if you were to use a park, you have to have a park permit or probably like from the city, right? Yeah, the city charges and what and that's what I mean is it was blowing my mind that they're sitting here charging me when they don't even have anything going on. You yeah, know? it's an empty park. So yeah. people taking walks. Right. That's it. Yeah. It doesn't really take away from it being a public space no, either. It doesn't. Like it's just one area. It's, right. Uh, who needs them? Yeah, who needs parks? Who needs parks? At least, at least the high schools or these uh, other schools. I got an who actual did... field that's like with numbers and everything on it. A little easier to. Who needs parks when you have Meta in the future? Right. <laughs> yeah. We're just gonna have the Metaverse <laughs> Buddy Bowl. Everyone's gonna be in VR. Right. <laughs> oh, oh, I would absolutely destroy <laughs> my living room if I'm playing VR football. I I'll have to like. If I got a VR football game, I'm going to have to be like in a padded room with a TV. Yeah, I'm going to just I, run I, into the wall, something. Stuff is going to get broken. I'm going to hurt myself for <laughs> hard surfaces. It's going to be some heartbreak. Yeah. A heartbreak I, I don't care guys. if it's VR. You got to give 110%, put it all on the line, sacrifice the virtual body. <laughs> That's right. There is some. There's like your VR quarterback. It actually looks so difficult. Oh yeah, no, I, I've seen that. So makes you have a, a little bit of a understanding for NFL quarterbacks. You're like, wow, that's yeah, it's a lot harder than tough. it looks. Seeing over people, 
So, yeah. so uh, H, what's your been? What's been your? What other personal experiences do you have with calf challenge athlete? Uh, as far as like uh, things they've done for you. Oh, so I have a great story on this. So, come to San Diego, and I go to this uh, this the um, the the surfboard that had like a surfboard education thing was on it, Wednesdays uh, and Thursdays. Is that uh, Amp Surf? I think so. Yeah, I I did that. One That's year. pretty cool too. So that's another great organization. So I decided, you know, and I just blame it on my TBI, but I had decided to go in there and I wanted to wear my glasses. Um, I didn't know anything about this thing called Chubbs where it's like floating glasses and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I went and did my thing and then I lost my glasses. And I will tell you from a personal experience that this man that you're about to listen to, I really, we hope listen to Nico. He's very patient. He's very patient because I lost a pair of glasses and like, I, I just, I could not, you know, I'm, I'm like, Oh no, oh no. He's like, look, we'll find him. He knew that we wasn't going to find him. We sat out there for like an hour, maybe two hours. He, we didn't find him. He's like, oh, don't worry about it. I'll just, I'll give you some gators, you know, and it, turned out to be a, a a great you know blessing in disguise because those gator glasses were were top notch but i will tell you nico is very he's very patient and he is an amazing human i just wanted to let you guys know that because yeah. you know he's, here he's here here oh shoot do we have any uh but, oh, here it is. Yeah, actually. we have the yeah. Operation Rebound uh, commercial that we'll go ahead and play. And then uh, I'm going to try to get him on the Yes, phone. sir. Today, the community came together for the annual Buddy Bowl Charity Flag Football Tournament at Camp Pendleton. The event has raised money for members of our military and their families since 1999. It's a football game with a very different goal aimed at giving back to injured troops and first responders. Last year was my first Buddy Bowl, so this is my second year, and, and last year was amazing. It wasn't long ago that retired U.S. Marine Eric McIlvaney became involved in the charity event. Back in December of 2011, he was serving in Afghanistan as an advisor to the Afghan Army in Helmand Province on a dismounted patrol when he stepped on an IED. It exploded, it led to the amputation of my right leg below the knee, and then started my next journey. McIlvaney set some serious goals for himself including competing in the Ironman triathlon. I was able to do a handful of triathlons, a marathon, and, and I did the Ironman in, in Kona, Hawaii. What a great cause this is. The money goes to Operation Rebound, which is wounded warriors and their children, um, whose parents come back uh, not able to help them with college. The Buddy Bowl McIlvaney played in Saturday began back in 1977 as a fun way to reunite friends around the holidays. In 1999, though, it was turned into a charity event when six Marines and Navy corpsmen died in a helicopter crash off the Pacific coast. We passed a can around to raise $550 for the families, and now it's... I believe we have Nico on the air with us now for the Rebel Experience. Are you able to hear us, Nico? I can hear you loud and clear. I think awesome. I was still on Australia time. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> all right. We were just it's looking right. at your pretty face. We had a news clip on uh, Buddy Bowl, and man, what a handsome guy. It's nice <laughs> to put a face to the name. I say it was a pretty face. It was probably a pretty long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Nico, it's good to hear you. This is V Squared. Um, we got H train here, Joel. Yeah, I was I was trying to explain Buddy Bowl, but I'm having some brain issues, so I tried to explain it the best that I could, Nico. But you know, I think everybody would rather hear it from the horse's mouth. Yeah, tell us a little bit. You know, first give us a little background on yourself, and then uh, you know how you how you got involved with Challenge Athlete, and you know the Buddy Bowl and the whole nine. Just turn it over to you. Well, sure. Well, first, it's a pleasure to be back on NBR. And I know you, you reach a lot of veterans and you're here to help a lot of veterans. And that's what we're trying to do through Buddy Bowl and Challenge Athletes Foundation Operation Rebound Program as well. So <clears throat> the Buddy Bowl is a charity flag football tournament. But it didn't start that way. 
it started as a group of high school graduates who went away to college. It was 1977 from Point Loma High School here in San Diego. And they came back at Christmas time. And they said, you know, let's have a reunion. And I said, well, what do we want to do? I said, well, we all love football. We're all football players. Let's play football. So the night before the tournament, they partied, they picked teams, and they played tackle football all day. And they did this for 20 years. And over the course of time, they went from tackle football to touch the flag, and they started inviting little brothers and friends of little brothers. So I started playing in the early 90s. And then after 20 years of Buddy Bowl, they thought, well, people have moved away. We're only down to two teams. This is the last hurrah. So in 1996, they had the 20th Buddy Bowl, and I was there. And we went out for pizza afterwards, and we thought that was it. But I thought it was a really cool thing they had going on. So I was in the Marine Corps at that time. And I'd gotten back from a deployment the following year in 1997. And I got a bunch of Marines together. And we played a Buddy Bowl. And I continued that tradition. And a couple years later, in 1999, Unfortunately, we had a helicopter crash a month before the Buddy Bowl was scheduled that year, and it killed six Marines and a Navy corpsman, four of whom were from my unit. So I passed a can around, and we raised $550 for the uh, widows and orphans of that tragedy. And I think that was on your piece that you just shipped, that you just uh, played on mm-hmm. the podcast. Yes. So I said, from now on, it's football for charity. And the tournament kept growing and then uh, eventually I got married. I had a baby on the way and the tournament went from like 18 to 12 teams to 2016. I said, you know, I don't know everybody anymore. I got to protect myself here and my family. So we incorporated as a 501 C three in 2003. And the easiest way to do that was to establish the charity as a charity that gave money away to other charities. So we did that. And once that happened, one of the original Buddy Bowlers approached me, who was a fundraiser for the Challenge Athletes Foundation. And he said, hey, would you raise money for the Challenge Athletes Foundation? And I said, I would if I could establish a fund there for injured vets and first responders and their disabled children. So we established the Buddy Bowl Fund. And that kind of morphed into Operation Rebound. Um, and so I unwittingly created a job for myself five years before I got out of the Marine Corps. Now... The Operation Battle Program supports veterans of all eras and first responders, police, fire, paramedics. Uh, the kids now get funded through the annual grant program. So at the time that we established the Buddy Bowl Fund, not all the military kids were necessarily getting funded. So that's why we established that. But now they are. So the Operation Battle Program is focused on those who have served. And that's that's the story. That is an incredible story. You know, and it's crazy that you said that you just kind of unwittingly created a job for yourself because you saw something that you, you know, were participating in, you believed in it. And, you know, most people, you know, because we, you know, we're 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 putting you in for sainthood, my friend, because we <laughs> we we I think there's already a Saint Nick. Yeah. Well, well, Saint Nico then. But uh, we, we, you know, most people would be like, yeah, you know, go, you know, participate and hang out. This is a great cause and this is great fun and let's eat some pizza and go home. You didn't do that, dude. You said, hey, man, this is something great. Uh, it looks like it's coming to, you know, it's run its course. Uh, I'm not going to let it die. So that speaks volumes to the type of person you are, dude, because that's what it takes. It takes people that are willing to take chances, people that are take, willing to take risks, people that are willing to think outside the box and not take no for an answer. And that's what you did. So my hat's off to you. Uh, all, all the things that you do to help other people, you're tireless, dude. You're tireless. I mean, uh, you, uh, we were talking earlier, you're like one of the only organizations that nine times out of 10, I call and you answer. I mean, where do you get that kind of service? Well, I mean, I'm the only one who who has the phone, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nico told me a long time ago that no matter what, he promised that when you call CAF, you or when you call Operation <coughs> Rebound, that you will always be handed to somebody 
directly. You'll never have to press buttons or anything like that. So, yeah, so usually Nico's a man of his word. Yeah, well, I hate to say it. As a Marine, I'm an army of one. <laughs> right? I know. But uh, I do get a lot of support from the organization. And we support, you know, I, right now, for example, I'm reviewing a lot of annual grants from a lot of kids from across the country, people around the globe who, who need a lot of support. You know, whether it's a running prosthetic or a hand cycle, a racing chair, archery equipment. And Operation Rebound runs along the same lines, except it's a year-round program. So we're, we're very responsive, or at least we try to be very responsive to the needs of our veterans and first responders. So a, a veteran or a first responder will apply one time in their lifetime, and then it's a phone call or an email or a text to me. And that way we really get to know each other. So, for example, Joel, you know, Joel wanted to get a set of skis. And this is back in 2008 or nine, I think it was. Yeah, so we got him a set of skis and he applied once. And, and the relationship obviously didn't end there, right? It was after that, <laughs> there, were, there were phone calls, there were emails. There was Joel's big backyard uh, barbecue bash. Oh, yeah. You didn't have to bring that up, Nico. Well, that was how we met, right? And you're yeah. following your passion. And when you follow your passion, it's not a straight line necessarily. You're going to, you're going to have ups and downs and curves and detours and roadblocks and, and, you, and, and boxes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you get it figured out and that's what it's all about. It's about being resilient, being dedicated, being committed. And that's what made this country great. You know, it was a, it was a big risk to, for people to come over here and start a new life in a, in a place, you know, that was wilderness, right? Mm -hmm. Didn't have the infrastructure that they left behind. Then eventually to say, we're going to start a country. So we as Americans have it in us, in our DNA to strive for something different, to strive to make things better. Yeah, to that, go ahead. No, I was just saying that's that's what it's all about. You know, when you follow your passion, um, and you use it not for selfish purposes, but for selfless purposes to help others, that's when you really have impact. Yeah, and that's what uh, uh, you know. If you have that attitude, if you have that mindset, great things are going to happen not only for everyone around you and the people you're trying to help, but for yourself as well. It it, it does. People don't realize that, but it does. And you know. It's just funny that you said because I was I'm reading a book on George Washington right now, and I watched a, I love documentaries, I love you know, nonfiction stuff, and you know, it, our history is just, um, rife with examples of that very thing of insurmountable odds, you know, um, unbelievable um, success stories out of, out of you know despair and 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 you know depression and and we've overcome i mean not every single time but majority of the times we overcome and and we succeed so you know you're right it is in our dna yeah and that that's what makes this country great and yes of course we have faults but we're striving to get better mm -hmm. we are striving to make a more perfect union and if each one of us keeps that in mind and does things for the greater good, then we're eventually going to reach that. Excellent. That Excellent. It's very good. So uh, tell us more about where you're located at, your headquarters. I think you're out of San Diego, yes? Yeah, I work pretty much from my couch most of the time. <laughs> In your boxers? If it's erased or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it, it, we're in San Diego, California. So Buddy Bowl's run out of our house here. And, and Joel's been to Buddy Bowl Central. It's a nice upper level, one story condo. <laughs> but our, our Challenge Athletes Foundation is, is located in Mara Mesa, which is near the Marine Corps Air Station in Miramar here in San Diego. And 
we have a facility there where people can come in, they can work out, they can play wheelchair basketball or just regular basketball, whatever. We have a lot of uh, events there. We partner with the Department of Veterans Affairs here, the Jennifer Marino uh, VA Hospital in San Diego, where they'll come over and use our equipment to do assessments for veterans who want to get, say, a hand cycle or we come and bike. We also have a program where we sponsor clinics uh, based on experiential therapy, where our sports augments the clinical interventions of the VA. So it's a force multiplier. So it's not just sports for sports sake. Uh, for example, we have a surf clinic every Wednesday here in San Diego. Joel's participated before. Um, and the VA is doing what's called heart rate variability, where they're measuring, you know, how smooth is your, your heart rate, right? Let's get you in, in a, um, situation where you're calm and you can work through things and you can, you can respond to things, vice react. And we're using surfing to help with that process. And we're seeing really good health results from that. And we're trying to spread this model throughout the VA system. So we're, we're working with a lot of VAs across the country. In addition to that, we have our individual grants that we do throughout the year. So if a veteran needs a bicycle or an air rifle or a set of skis or needs to go to an event or a gym membership, they can apply anytime during the year. Or if they already have a grant on file, they can just give me a call and say, hey, I need this. And then we'll talk about what their goals are. And then we'll provide the funding so they can they can reach those goals. That's awesome, awesome. And Nico, is that is that surfing clinic? Is that in in conjunction with AmSurf? Our view. No, AmSurf is a separate organization, but we do support a lot of veterans who participate with AmSurf. Matter of fact, Dana Cummings is one of our athletes who we've supported in the past. Yeah, Dana's um, awesome. This surf clinic is belongs to the Department of Veterans Affairs, but we do gotcha. a partnership with them. And the nice thing about it, we also bring in our, our civilian challenge athletes. So we have the veterans on a public beach inter, in, integrated with our other athletes. And so everybody starts feeling part of a larger community and helps the vets integrate back into the community at large. Awesome. That's so awesome. Very powerful stuff. Um, and then how did, how did you, um, like, tell us a little bit about your military background and when you got out and, sure. and, and stuff like that. Uh, so just like Joel, when he was young, I aspired to be a Marine. <laughs> and then and then they told him, uh, three doors down, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, you know, I went to college. I went to UC Davis. I graduated. I was trying to figure out what I want to do with my life. I went to France and played American football for a club team, which was great. So I tell people, yeah, I played pro football. I got paid 500 bucks a month, airfare, and a place to live uh, for six months. But I came home, and I was like, all right, I've always wanted to be in the Marine Corps. So I went down to the officer selection office, and uh, they sent me off to to officer candidate school in January of 1994. Now, all I'd known about the Marine Corps at that time was – Oh, they fought in tropical areas on beaches and stuff, you know, World War II. I didn't know a lot about Korea and Incheon and, and the cold, bitter cold weather that they faced there. But when I got to Quantico that winter, it was the coldest winter in 200 years. And here I am, a kid from San Diego going, what oh, the geez. heck did I just get into? <laughs> right. Uh, so I became an infantry officer and I got stationed back out here. Second time, First Marines as a platoon commander at a weapons platoon, an 81 millimeter mortar platoon. Then I got augmented as an intel officer. I did a couple deployments to Iraq. And after my second deployment, I came back a lot different than when I had left. And I was diagnosed with post-traumatic stress. And I knew that I had to focus on getting better. So I got out of the Marine Corps. Um, and at that time, I'd been supporting challenge athletes foundation for a few years prior to that and they hired me on they're looking for somebody to run their program so they hired me on to run the operation rebound program and so here i am almost 16 years later it's actually the steadiest job i've ever had awesome I thought, 
to be working this long consistently in one place. Right. That, that, yeah, that, don't that. tell him. Yeah, don't tell him. <laughs> don't, don't tell him that he's satisfied and he's happy with his job. That's it. So the, the question I was going to ask, and one of the reasons why I was given, I, I gave V a couple of like uh, question notes. He has no idea where I'm going with this. So we're going to. Well, I, I can read, start bringing up buddybold.org website. Yeah. So uh, you could bring up that website, Caveman. Um, yeah. But on the other other portion, qualifications, the criteria for Buddy Bowl. It's not the same criteria for Buddy Bowl as it is the criteria for Operation Rebound. With oh, Operation, anybody can play in Buddy Bowl. Right, yeah, right. We're part of the wellness program, for example, at Annapolis High School in wow, Maryland. That's crazy. So we, we play down there once a year. We get the kids out. And really what Buddy Bowl is all about is bringing the people together in a substance-free athletic environment for a worthy cause. And our focus is raising money for military, law enforcement, and children's-related charities. And I'll bring out veterans and first responders to Buddy Bowls, and they'll say a few words to the kids. Uh, and we'll, they'll understand that, hey, they're playing, they're using sport for, for, for a higher cause, for a worthy cause for more than just sports for sports sake. And a lot of people, they, they all have a great, um, we have different divisions. Matter of fact, we've had a wheelchair division. Remember that Joel, we had a wheelchair division there in Indiana. When we yes. played at Kokomo high school. Yep. Yep. Cause uh, it was really important for, um, for, it was really important for this one. Uh, I, for, I forget his name. I'm having brain problems today but it, it was a, a friend of mine in high school it was her son and her son yes. told me that all he wanted to do was you know he dreamed about you know playing so i called up and the the, the name escapes my mind once again i'm sorry but i called up a nonprofit, and they kind of partnered with you know operation rebound and we got some we got some guys out there you know they were we got the wheelchairs out there yeah too so we, we we make things happen if, if we really if we really try hard because that was I was real tickled about that that we was able to get something going so that he get a taste of what it was like. Yes. Yeah. Talk about the diversity in Buddy Bowl. I mean, my service dog laid a block <laughs> for a first down when we were out there playing in Kokomo. It's pretty funny. So Tally, rest your soul now. She was a good girl fast four years ago but she was on the sidelines and she sees dad out there running with the football and she ran out there to be with me ended up blocking somebody so i got a few extra yards awesome <laughs> so buddy bulls open to everybody yeah literally <laughs> love that i got some other blockers so there's some furry friends i can bring along <laughs> so my dogs would definitely do that <laughs> well so you know that 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 statement it was kind of opening up now with uh, Operation Rebound that Nico does with John's Athletes Foundation, I so there's a, there's a gentleman that I'm friends with, and he would like to, you know, uh, be um, he he wants to be in the Paralympics, and he waits until Breckenridge uh, for them to classify him. Is there any way that you can get classified? Uh, before that, that Challenge Athletes Foundation has any knowledge of it, or do you have to go to Breckenridge to get qualified? Because you have to have a Paralympic qualification to be able to participate in Operation Rebound. Am I correct or am well, I wrong? So we base, we use Paralympic guidelines. So all we look for is a permanent physical disability that adversely affects mobility. So you don't have to have a classification, a formal classification to be part of Operation Rebound. I just look at the medical record. I mean, if you're an amputee, you're in. If you have a severe traumatic brain injury, or you have balance issues and it's annotating your medical record, we're here to support you. Now, to get classified, you do have to go generally to a sanctioned event where they have classifiers. And that's totally separate. That's a Paralympic deal. But you don't have to be a Paralympian or be classified to get support from CAF. 
we just look at classifiable injuries as part of our demographic. Does that make sense? That makes sense. It does. Yeah. Thank you yeah. very much. You know, I don't, I don't, when I hear the interviews, I don't get to hear a lot of that part. That's the reason why I kind of ask you that every time that I talk to you, Nico. I, I, I know sure. the answer. I just, I know that there's some people that they don't, they don't really know the answer. <clears throat> well, you know, and, and, and this gave, it was a catalyst for our, our clinics, right? So I got a call one day from a veteran in Atlanta and he wanted to go to the Golden Age Games. And as you know, or may, may not know, uh, the Golden Age Games is the only VA games that does not require that you have an injury. All you have to be is 55. So I might go, this, I just turned 55. Gosh, I go tear it up. Maybe I could go wrestle or something. Um, you know, I'm a few years but, older than you, Nico. So I've, I've never been either. And I'm just waiting for a good venue, but maybe we go together. There you go. We go to, I mean, we're 55. We're, we're, gosh, we're, we get discounted Denny's and we go to the Golden Age team. Yeah, we can ask for the oh, we can yeah. ask for the senior men. Sweet, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to so, lunch with you guys. You know, I talked to him. I said, you know, you don't fall into our giving demographic. However, what what is it that you want to do? What do you he's all? You know, I lead the bocce program here in Atlanta, VA, and I've got all these vets that I take out to do bocce. Well, what do you need for that program? He said, I can use some bocce balls, get some painter tape, so we go out in the community. I can mark off the court. I said, you got it. So now we're supporting 35 veterans, half of whom were already athletes in our program to go out and play bocce. And we can support that veteran as well. Go play bocce at a very nominal cost. So that's how we kind of expanded our demographic. And then we started working more with the VAs and we're working towards the, implementing this uh, experiential therapy across the VA system where we're using the sport to enhance the medical intervention. So long-term, our veterans become healthier. Nico, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. That's the, uh, we could talk to you all day. That's the air yeah. horn for, Hey, it's tribute to the troops. <laughs> time. Yes. So Nico, thank you so much for being on. And this will lead us right into tribute to the troops. Thank you, sir. I don't know how to tell this story. Well, you got to, Joe. You tell the American people what these men did here. You tell them how my troopers died. Friends and family, thank you for tuning in today as MBR pays tribute to Sergeant Cameron Medock, 26th of Spearman, Texas, who died on January 17, 2019, after sustaining injuries from small arms fire in Afghanistan. Medock was an Army Ranger serving with Company A, 2nd Battalion, 75th Ranger Regiment, based at Joint Base Lewis-McChord, Washington. This was his second deployment in support of NATO's Resolute Support Mission in Afghanistan. Medoc enlisted in the Army in November 2014. He also completed one station unit training as an infantryman, the basic airborne course and ranger assessment and selection at Fort Benning, Georgia. On behalf of us here at MBR, we want to say thank you, Sergeant Cameron Medoc, for your service and dedication to this country. Our thoughts and prayers are with your friends and family.
it's the guts and it's the glory. A hundred stripes, a hundred stories. It's the pledge of allegiance on the Fourth of July. It's some handwritten letters from home. It's some sleepless nights alone. It's his newborn baby he left with his wife. Mr. Red, White, and Blue. To the swamps of Louisiana, to the golden coast of California. Uncle Sam's the only family he's got. His purple heartbeat won't stop. And his 18th birthday was the day he was born. Mr. Red, White, and Blue, lay down his life. Mr. Red, Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We kind of lost track of time. We got like three minutes. Yeah. Lee, what did you learn today? Uh, I learned today that there's so many great programs out there, uh, in my opinion, highly unutilized. Nico's one of those examples of a great organization to get involved with and to make dreams come true. And that's what we do around here. We try to make dreams come true. Like I talked about earlier, we're all things veterans. We advocate, educate, liberate, communicate, congregate, fascinate. So... We can proliferate. Wow, that's a tongue twister. Okay, right. go. You... Uh, Mercury. Well, uh, what I learned today is uh, there are, you know, like he said, a lot of great programs, and you can do it. You can help veterans by going out and doing something fun, like playing in the flag football tournament. Just a quick buy-in, and all that money goes to a great cause of helping an injured vet, helping them get some equipment they might need, or helping them get a gym membership, whatever it might be. And so, I mean, it's, you know, there's go to their website, try to find an event near you sign up because it's it's just a win-win. You go get to go out, have a great time playing some football, some friends, support a great cause. And you're, yeah, supporting a great cause. Yeah. I'd say the same thing. Just learned a lot about buddy bowl. That sounds like fun. It does sound like fun. It is. And we're going to get Denver chapter started. Okay. I like that. I'll help you with that. Hell, we got a DJ. Yeah. You know, 
All right. Well, we're, me and Caven, we're there. We'll play my theme yeah, music. My yeah. older brother, my theme older music. brothers on the football league. So play my theme music. Teams. I got teams. All right, we're out of here, everybody. Because once again, we were here for you, not for us. Okay, this is what you guys are supposed to do. We're not for you. We're not here for us. We're here for you, giving our veterans a voice. Yes. See you next time, folks. That's the show for today, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with an all-new show. And remember, you can listen to us again and again. The podcast of this radio show is available right after we go off the air tonight. Anywhere that you can get your podcast episodes. And thanks for joining us today. I'd like to take a moment to talk about something close to my heart. Military Broadcast Radio is doing incredible work to support 